You're listening to Newcastle in the Morning. The 2022-23 budget contained very little for aged care. The government seemingly content to continue implementing its $17.5 billion reform package that was announced last year and failing to commit to funding higher wages for aged care workers. Someone who would have been quite disappointed in that budget last night is uh, aged care expert and CEO of Maroba. It is Viv Allenson. Good morning and thanks for your time, Viv. Good morning, Tracy. Good morning to your listeners. How disappointed were you last night? Incredibly. Uh, I didn't sleep last night. I just kept mulling over the lack of uh, opportunities that was that were missed uh, in every aspect of uh, the service delivery for aged care. It was appalling. It really was appalling. And uh, and to think that we're just going to sit here and take just the $17.5 billion. This, this sector, following the Royal Commission, it desperately needs an increase in staff wages. It's just not on the horizon. It's not at all. There's no commitment to it at all. And uh, the, the fluffing around about uh, offering all these training places and everything, unless people are paid a decent living wage to do the hard work that needs to be done in aged care, uh, then all those training places will remain vacant and the government will be able to retain that that funding that they've offered. Now, there's no new money other than for pharmacy services. Now, the the government hasn't woken up to the fact that aged care across this country for decades now have had exceptional relationships with our community pharmacies. They come into our services, they give us advice, they do audits for us, they sit on our medication advisory committees. If they want to improve medication management, they should be funding for more uh, registered nurses, more enrolled nurses, uh, more cert fours in our system that manage medications on a day-to-day basis, more education for for GPs in in, uh, with best practice in ordering medications for older people. So they already do a great job. But uh, if that's where they want to improve, then putting pharmacists, money into pharmacy, I just don't understand what that will look like. It does make sense. Yeah. The other thing that this didn't spell out in the budget is how many uh, thousands and millions of dollars is being taken out of aged care for allied health services. Now, people may have missed this, but... Uh, Richard Colbeck, the minister, he's come out and said that older people in nursing homes uh, should not be getting uh, physio and occupational therapy support. It's over-servicing, it's unnecessary, it's wasted money. Now, if you don't think that's an outrage, well, think about the cricket. Now, we, we know he loves the cricket. He went to the cricket instead of showing up for older people. And Imagine if there was an outrage from him every time a cricketer got a bit of a touch-up from a physio. Oh, stop that, mate. You're over-servicing. They're only bowling balls. Goodness me. Leave them alone. That wouldn't happen. But for older people, his vision for older people is to stay in a chair, stay in a bed, uh, Yeah, get, get 200 minutes of care... But don't get anything else. No spiritual care support, no uh, allied health support. Now, I know what's going to happen with my residents when I tell them the news that this government doesn't support them mobilising, getting stronger, having their pain addressed, having them assessed for for how they should be lifted so that they're safe, all of those things. Can you imagine the disappointment and heartache for those people? They won't have their walking groups, they won't have their gym classes, they won't have their exercise groups, they won't have their individual programs. 
this is an outrage and it was not it was concealed in this budget. I was just going to say exactly that to you. It, this hasn't grabbed much attention at all. You're the first person to bring this one to my attention. Well, it went under the radar. It went under the radar and it, it's, a, it's a disgrace. Now, I know allied health professionals are aware of it, uh, but I, I think everyone should be rallying for this cause, even for spiritual care. The work that our spiritual care teams do to support residents through very difficult times is amazing. But that 200 minutes of care doesn't count what they do either. We're in some serious, serious trouble with aged care, aren't we? You, you just have to very have a look serious. at our workers. You know, they are, they yep. are burnt Living out. In droves. Yep, there is a 60% churn of care workers, 40% churn of, of managers and leaders. That is beyond crisis. That is catastrophic. If Australia wants a decent aged care system, it has to be funded. People have to get real wages uh, at, at those care levels. It must change and we must address the whole person, not just... The government seems to think that if they declare this 200 minutes and make everybody stick to 200 minutes, now some places won't get 200 minutes because there's not an aged care RN in the town, right? But they'll say they, they'll tick that box and say, see, we've made them do it. But without saying to people, yeah, but they don't get any physio along the way. No, they don't get any uh, pain massages or anything like that along the way. No, 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 that's all unnecessary. That's all over-servicing. See, they're old. They don't need it. That's, that's what we're facing. It's a disgrace. What was the point of the Aged Care Royal Commission? They've ignored everything that came out of it. Ex exactly. They're saying, and, and, and get this, uh, the Council uh, for the Ageing came out last night and said, you know, this budget's reaffirmed the government's, lack, uh, government's commitment to the aged care reform process. Well, I say the opposite. It's confirmed their lack of commitment to aged care reform based on the Royal Commission because the Royal Commission was very clear it's saying it needed more allied health in the sector. Not less. Not less. Mm. It needed more uh, registered nurses in the sector. But what are they doing about that? The government's not really doing anything about that. And, and enrolled nurses. Uh, we need more of those people. Now, there's a course being run here in Newcastle. Now, we've had to beg to get one place in that course, all the rest of them will be in the area health service. Now, the area health service needs them as well, but we had to beg for that place. Now, we're one aged care out of how many in our region? Lots. But we need enrolled nurses in aged care. So there's so many gaps. It's so disappointing. Uh, we're all, you know, hanging on our, by our fingernails mm. to know what this, you know, new pharmacy arrangement's going to be, and I'm sure our pharmacists will be thrilled to know there's they're more expected of them, because... You know, they're sitting around with nothing to do, no, wanting not. to do more in aged care. That's right. No, they've, you know, they so, don't have COVID vaccinations or anything else mm. that's been put onto them. Yeah. So we're still in that si this situation, Tracy, where the expectation on aged care providers is to provide a an acute hospital on a cruise ship, but we're funded for a rowboat. Wow, that's the best analogy I've heard yet. How are your staff coping, um, coping, Viv? I know that uh, you know many of them are really, really on the poverty line. There's, uh, there's been lots of reports pre the budget about uh, you know people getting living on a thousand dollars for two weeks once they've paid their wages, uh, paid their rent, and they've oh, got to do everything oh. else. How are your workers coping at the moment? They are struggling. The time they're, they're having to be out and on the bench uh, is crippling them. Their household budgets, uh, they are really struggling. It is it's the greatest injustice, uh, and yet 
they 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 seem to miss out on all these entitlements uh, that go around for people, you know, that are impacted by COVID. And even in this budget, it talks about, you know, oh, yes, and aged care workers will be able to pick up this uh, some $400. But when it comes to tax time, they'll lose it again. It's unbelievable. Have you seen any any of that that payment that was announced for uh, for you guys, the two four hundred dollars payments? Have we seen any of that? Uh, no. Well, we have to apply for that. <laughs> See, this is the thing. Now, I've got people on leave. I've got half, uh, so many of my team are furloughed because every every hour I'm getting another email. So I'm I'm, I'm furloughed as well because mm-hmm. I'm a close contact. Uh, I'm at home and I'm every hour I'm getting more saying, oh, this staff member's now off because, you know, she had a family gathering or this one went to the shops and, you know, whatever. Uh, and it's, it's appalling that, you know, there isn't something that supports the aged care worker in this. Uh, and to say, oh, well, look, you know, everyone, you just, just pay them the late. There is no money. 60% of the sector has been in the red for several years now. It's not like we're oozing with money. I mean, one of my team asked me this week, look, uh, there's a little sporting team, maybe Moroba could sponsor it. Mm. And I said, I wish I could. We used to sponsor bowls to support sport for older people, but we can't even do that anymore. There isn't any money. It, it just isn't any to go around and do those things. But staff are on their knees, uh, their household budgets are in complete disarray, um, and, you know, this government has no commitment to them. Look at all the money they're throwing at, at uh, apprenticeships. Mm. Where does those, those jobs go? Mainly construction, mainly to blokes, uh, but, you know, the, the women and, and men that are carrying the, the weight of the aged care sector on their backs... What do they get? Absolutely nothing. Not even a commitment to say, yes, whatever the fair work comes up with, we'll back it. No, 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 no. Well, no, we'll just hold our hold our gunpowder. We'll just play our cards close to our chest and see what happens, see if we can get away with not doing anything. And see that's what, see what we can announce in an election. That's uh, that's what yes. it's all about. Viv, yep. I've, uh, I've heard you, I've been speaking to you obviously over the last 18 months. I've heard you upset before, but I've never heard you as emotionally upset as you are. Well, uh, I've, you know, I've had tears this morning. Mm-hmm. I just, I've been on a meeting with colleagues uh, uh, nationally and I just, we're all in the same boat. Where is this going to end up? It is, it's disgraceful. It's catastrophic. I mean, we've, we're, you compare it, the, the terrible situation with the floods and all the older people in the community and those communities, you know, what's happening to them. Uh, but when all that settles down, uh, and the, the ink's dried on this budget, well, where will older people be across this nation? Worse. They are undervalued. Mm. The government does not care. They just think if they keep putting more compliance, you look at how much money's gone to the Commission for more compliance, mm. but yet we're funded for that rowboat. How on earth do we meet the expectations of the government and of the Commission and our consumers? It's impossible. It really is. Look, best of luck. I know that you'll continue to fight, but uh, the fight must be getting a little bit tough now. It's it's incredibly tough mm. because you, having a fight uh, with with deaf ears and a minister who is completely out of touch mm. with reality uh, and more interested in in the cricket and red balls flying around and you know and 
sports people getting their touch-up from the physio but doesn't care about older people. No, it is, it's a disgrace. It is an absolute national disgrace. Thanks yeah. so much for your time, Viv. I wish Thank that you. we were talking on a positive, uh, positive note, I'll, but I'll, we're not. One day, I hope before <laughs> I retire that one day we'll get to tell a great story about age. You're not allowed to work until 120, <laughs> didn't you know that? <laughs> Oh, dear. <laughs> Thank you, Tracy. I hope you have a better day. I'll chat with you soon. Okay. Thanks, Bye. Viv. Bye. Oh, that is uh, quite disturbing, isn't it? Wow. There's a reality check for you. We spend billions on defence and we can't look after our older people who have defended this country, who have made this country what it is, and we can't even give them physio. I, d- I don't know what the answer is. It's, it's ridiculous. Unbelievable. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines, what it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning, weekdays from nine on Newcastle Live.